Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, in collaboration with Proximity Media, we present to you an opportunity to gain proximity to others. Our beauty resides in our experiences that make each of us unique. Our purpose is clear. When we make time and sit down with one another, we learn that we have way more in common. Let's see the people in the world around us differently because our stories are bigger than you think. So happy that you decided to say yes to uh, being on Bigger Than You Think. Um, and we've kind of talked about conceptually what it is, but like the idea is around like just telling these untold stories and like there's so many fascinating people out there and you of course are one of them. And so we just want to like share what those stories look like. So of course I bought your book, What Game Are You Playing? And you've autographed it for me. I've, it's full of highlights. Um, but in the book, like you, and we don't have to talk about the book the whole time, but like in the book, you talk about like this idea of like, everybody's on their own personal journey mm -hmm. and like we all have our own different purpose and how sometimes like society and even people we love will like put their expectations on us and so like number one amazing book but like what made you like what was the catalyst for you to even write what game are you playing yeah so um so couple of thoughts there. So the real catalyst for the book, um, and it's something that's in the preface was the guy coming into my office. Yeah. And, um, you have to tell the story. Okay. So this guy, <laughs> this guy comes into my office one day and he's like my really good work friend yeah. and he's ranting and raving and like throwing his arms around and, and kind of say, you know, we're losing, we're losing. That guy's winning and we're losing. And he's storming around my office and I'm just sitting there like, having a coffee, typing emails and stuff. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And it was the day that our executive CEO compensation got announced. Yeah. It was a very big number. And it was obviously more money than he was earning. And it was more money than I was earning. And so he's saying, that guy's winning and we're losing. And he was really upset about it. And I said, I don't know what you're talking about because I'm winning. And he like froze. He was like, what do you mean you're winning? because he knows I'm not making as much money as the CEO is making. Yeah. And I said, I'm winning because I'm not playing the game of who makes the most money in the, in the corporation. I'm playing the game of who gets to spend the most amount of time in the coolest places around the world. I was like, I'm winning that game. And yeah. I like pointed to this calendar on my wall that has like all the places I've traveled and you know, that over the course of the year. And, uh, and he like froze and he kind of like cocked his head and he goes, he goes, that's a brilliant idea. He's like, you need to write a book about that. And this idea that there's this game that other people are playing mm -hmm. and that you can get swept into about who makes the most money in the, in the, in the corporation, but you can also be playing your own game and like winning a different game, yeah. like at the same time. And so that was kind of the, the catalyst for the thinking about what game are you playing? Um, but I think more broadly, uh, obviously it's sort of part of my, life learnings and journeys and all that kind of stuff mm. where um, my story starts in a really small town in Florida and it starts with a lot of other people's expectations on me about going to school, going to college, getting married, having kids, buying a house, vacationing here, driving this kind of car, whatever, all these different expectations 
that were always put on top of me. And I did all of those things for sure. Well, not all of them, but I did a lot of those things. Yeah. And um, then somewhere along the way, I uh, was in a job that allowed me to go and travel a lot and live abroad. And, and some of that was intentional, but some of it was accidental. And so by living abroad, what I really started seeing was there are so many different ways to live your life. Yeah. And when you go into different cultures, you get to see like all these people who aren't worried about who's making the most money in the company. You know, they're prioritizing other things or you just see that there are so many different ways that you can live your life in this world. And then you start realizing you can actually choose them. Yeah. <laughs> you can actually decide which one you want to live or mm -hmm. which ones you want to live over time instead of just thinking there's only one way that things can be. There's only one game to play. You start realizing that you have choices and there are lots of different games to play. And so I think for me that that travel and that living abroad and interacting with people from different cultures really opened my mind and helped me realize that this model that I'd been raised to pursue, this version of success I'd been raised to pursue, um, was one version and one possibility, but that there were lots of others too. And so um, over time, I like tried to incorporate more and more of those into my own life. Yeah. And one of them was, I don't want to win the game of who makes the most money. I want to win the game of who gets to go to the coolest places. And so that's, you know, one of the ways that I've incorporated that. I, I, so yeah. I love the way how you framed that because as I was reading the book, I kind of felt like, cause I had gotten to know you, right? Mm -hmm. Like our offices were yeah. like right next yes. to each other. So, <laughs> um, but I kind of got this sense that you found yourself mm -hmm. and that, mm -hmm you almost had like this concept of a courageous conversation within yeah. that Oof. I'm not going to do what everybody expects of me. I'm going to do what is best for me first. And I feel like so many people kind of struggle with that, especially women. Like mm -hmm. we place these expectations on what it means to be um, successful and what it means to be um, a, a value. And I feel like reading your book, you kind of, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I, I got a sense that there came a point or a milestone in, in your life where you said, you know what, Robin, the way everybody else is defining your value, that's not for me anymore. Yeah. I'm going to find I'm going to define what my value is yeah. and what I get out of life. So, like, how do you define you? Yeah, no, and I love that you see that because that's definitely like what it is. Um, and I and I think it was like a long process okay. to get there. I kind of get frustrated when people are like, oh, one day I woke up and everything was great. It's like, no, for me, it's always been like a long process yeah. to get there. But it was exactly that. It was a lot of, you know, a series of courageous conversations with myself of like, what am I doing? Like, why am I here? Like, literally, like, why am I here in this, you know, city or restaurant or <laughs> office or, or whatever? You know, what am I doing? Um, and really like pushing myself to figure out how much of what I'm doing was because it's what other people told me I was supposed to do or what I knew other people were expecting me to do mm -hmm. versus what it is that like I wanted to be doing. Right. Did and you find the support? Did you have support in that? Like <laughs> not enough. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I can only imagine like if someone's cascading their yeah. expectations of what you should be doing, who you should be, what you should become. And then you get to a point where you say, you know what? Nope. I'm going to define this for myself. What was that like? Was it, did you have support? And if you didn't have support, yeah. like how did you navigate without it? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's really interesting. I kind of feel like I went into, um, you know, I don't know. I definitely like sort of, 
jumped into the deep end and had to figure out how to swim. But so, and this is the funny thing about people's expectations and when people are putting expectations on you. Mm -hmm. Like I moved abroad. I was living by myself in completely different countries. There were nobody's, you know, there were no voices that were around me every day putting those expectations on me, but they were buried inside my head, right? Mm -hmm. Because like for so long in my life, I'd heard these different kinds of expectations. So even when I went to a different country and I'm like totally by myself, no one in that country was saying that stuff to me, but it was still in my head. And like those voices inside my head were saying it to me, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, and so it's interesting because it wasn't that they were, they were still ever present, like, physically, but they were there, you know, they were, they were in my mind. And so I think for me, what happened was, you know, I was in these different places and I'm like, why am I doing, why am I trying to live this kind of life with these expectations in this other context where all these other people are living these other kinds of lives. And so that kind of pushed me into the conversation, but yeah, I'm like alone in a foreign country. Right. So there wasn't a lot of support there. Um, and so it took time to kind of build that support um, to be able to kind of, to kind of move into thinking about designing my life in a different way. And I think in some cultures, it was a lot easier to do that in some ways, in some ways, like it's easier to do that when you're all by yourself in a different Mm. country and you don't have like all these other responsibilities and people in your day to day. Um, and it's easier when you're going with the flow of the culture you're living in instead, instead of going against the grain. Would you encourage that? Would you encourage people to seek out putting themselves in a place of like solitude, if you will, or outside of the comfort zone of being with those around you to see what that growth experiment looks like? But it doesn't mean you have to like live in a different country for me. What, for me, like when I think about the U S context and being back in the U S it's, Go find groups of people because I'm I'm astounded in the U.S. and in Atlanta in particular at how many different kinds of people are living different kinds of experiences in this space that we're all sharing. Sure. And so for me, it's, you know, it's go find people who are living in like really different spaces and doing very different things. Yeah. And, you know, you're not isolating yourself in a, in a foreign country, but you're going and experiencing and understanding that there are lots of different choices about how you can do things. So getting involved with the creative community, um, you know, finding friends in, um, you know, some of the different communities in Atlanta. I mean, some of the ones that I am involved in and sort of the artsy, creative, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of group. And there's a certain vibe that happens there. Yeah. Um, I have, you know, my sort of mommy friends, which I'm not a mommy, but, you know, sort of, there's a whole world that goes on there. Um, I have like my international friends groups, you know, and sort of, you got like the Latin Americans, you got the Asians, you know, the South Asian, you know, like those are all totally different worlds too, Mm -hmm. you know, and you can kind of immerse yourself in these different worlds within your, within your own city. But I think it's good to do that because then you're immersing yourself in this way of like, you're, you're able to experience other kinds of lives and other Mm -hmm. versions of success and other lifestyles without being as dramatic as cutting yourself off from like, (laughs) from like everything you've known and just kind of hanging yourself out there to like sway in the wind. Yeah. But you're seeking that out though, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. And so like, how did that happen? Like, how did you develop this muscle to say, 
I'm going to seek out these experiences or yeah. were you always like that? No, I was so how did, definitely how did you, not always like that. How did you do that? <laughs> um, so I, so I think part of it, that part did come from like the traveling and the flexibility okay. that you have to kind of develop. You know, if you're going to go on a trip anywhere, something is not going to go as you planned. Sure, <laughs> like sure. It is never going to go as you planned. Something's going to get delayed or canceled or you forgot something in your suitcase or you lose something along the way or something is not going to go as planned. So you have to develop sort of this flexibility and adaptability yeah. um, when you travel a lot. And so then I think that flexibility and adaptability makes it easier to put yourself into different situations because you're kind of more comfortable with going with the flow or, you know, figuring things out along yeah. the way. Um, and then for me, like, how do you choose which different kinds of groups to get involved with or whatever. For me, that just has to do with what my personal interests are, you know, like the travel crowd or, you know, different cultural kinds of things or creative and design things. And, you know, so that to me is more like what I'm interested in. Yeah. And it took a while to figure to to really understand that those are my core kinds of interests. Yeah. You know, I played around with like different music things or doing stand up comedy for a while and hang out with the comedian performers or, you know, and then realize like I'm not very good at it. So like, maybe that's not but it. But you can appreciate but it. I can, but I can appreciate it. Yeah. I learned okay. a lot about the lifestyle because that's totally different, right? Yeah. yeah. Like being a comedian is a totally different lifestyle than going to the office nine to five, you know, yeah. but just exposing myself to people who are living different routines and different kinds of lifestyles. And I think that just really opened my mind up to the idea that these are all choices of how we want to live. And there's not just one way. Yeah. And even though you're sort of taught that there's one way, um, it's what your parents did. It's what they wish they'd done. It's something else. Mm -hmm. It's what society is telling you you're supposed to do. There's actually a lot of choices out there. And I find that very, it's scary. But it's also like very empowering because it means I get to I get to choose. This concludes part one of our interview with Robin Moriarty. Bigger Than You Think is a proximity media production. Our director and executive producer is Garrett Drake. Cover art by the wonderful Weston Smith and music is scored and performed by Mo Music. Next week, we explore how exposure to different cultures has shaped Robin's outlook on life. I'm Donald Knight, and I'll see you next week.